0: Guys, in short, Sports Los Angeles. All right, guys, full disclosure, I had every intention of writing a super snappy intro that would really start this episode off on the right foot, yeah. and then I got sucked into that ESPN 30 for 30 on the Lakers and Celtics. <laughs> yeah. and well, that'll do it. Decided we'll do it live. There you go. So, let do it live. Yeah. So there was uh, Lakers free agency <laughs> stuff, the Dodgers and Angels played, we found out the all-star voting, and... Uh, no, the Galaxy played, but
1: we're not talking about that because Hammer ain't here. Woo! <laughs> oh, it's going to be a fun one. You know what it was? Is uh, They lost to the shittiest team in the league, and he couldn't face the yep. rest of us. I, I think that's it. Oh, they got has destroyed. Has anybody checked on him? Ben, you said no Galaxy
2: talk, and now you're talking Galaxy talk.
1: Well, I got, a <laughs> I got a text from a friend who knows that I hate the Galaxy, and he's like, oh, hey, by the way, uh, they lost to the shittiest team in the league, so and I just wanted, wanted to throw another
2: California. Throw it in there.
0: I am Jeff Wilson, and that is Darren
2: Besa. Joey Chestnut just ate 72 hot dogs <laughs> yesterday. Can you believe that? 72 hot dogs. Oh. That's, that's a lot of wieners.
0: That's, that's not a better really hot dog is. eating competition than, yeah. than Hammer. Ben Garcia. <laughs> yeah.
3: Hooty hoo And Victor Costello live via satellite. Useless stat of the week by Victor Costello. <laughs> Cody Bellinger is the first position player in Dodgers history to make an all-star game appearance in his first major league season. Oh,
1: Ooh. it really was a useless stat of the week. <laughs> Would you expect anything less from him? <laughs> oh,
0: you do not disappoint, Vic. I try not to. All right. Since we, up until hitting record moments ago, were watching the ESPN 30 for 30. We, on...
1: we actually postponed our record time by 45 minutes yeah. because we wanted to finish watching oh, the my 30 gosh. for 30.
0: It's fantastic. Vic, you were right. We were wrong. We should all be watching it. (laughs) Stop everything you're doing if you're a Laker fan. And even if you're not a Laker fan, watch it. Because
1: you will be a Laker fan and you'll hate
0: the Celtics.
1: You know, actually, one of the thoughts that I had when I was I was telling Jeff, and he actually brings up a good point. I said because I, I work with a bunch of younger guys that didn't watch basketball in the '80s and early '90s because they were born in the early '90s, so they really missed the golden age of basketball. Hey, so all you young guys, pull up a
0: pull up a tree stump. Grandpa <laughs> Garcia is going to tell you a story.
1: <laughs> I'd really like to get the uncut. Games and then sit down for seven consecutive nights yeah. and actually watch the series like you were sitting and watching it mm-hmm. back in 1984 and 1985, etc. And Jeff says, Well, why don't you just sit him down and watch this series? And yeah. I said, You know, that's that well, that saved a whole hell of a lot of time. <laughs> yes. So that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna wait until I can get those guys to my house and we're gonna watch the entire four or five hours whatever that 30 for 30 is and we're gonna watch it and i'm gonna get them to agree with me <laughs> yeah. that the game that they're playing today is bullshit uh how young are these guys and are you using your van to lure them to your house here, here, this, we go. This, here we go i don't own a van it's a little creepy. i don't own a van
0: so vic we made it through the uh 84 uh finals and i mean already blood is boiling Vic, you've watched the whole thing and and had some thoughts. What uh, give us some of your takeaways on it? Because everybody should be watching this.
3: They they really should. And I tell you what, you guys are going through the dark ages right now as far as Laker history is concerned versus the Celtics. So I understand your pain. Uh, it was making my blood boil also watching uh, that you know that that documentary. And it, the thing that caught me was how much these guys still hate each other i mean you watch yes, them yeah. as they're giving interviews and stuff and you know james worthy you can just see it uh byron scott a lot of those so-called basketball players that wear green don't like the guys in purple and gold to this day yeah. and uh even uh pat riley's you know he I don't, I don't know if you guys have gotten to that point but there's one point where they're interviewing pat riley and pat riley's like i still have trouble to this day Talking to Danny Ainge and Kevin McHale, like he,
1: there he was a, he, it still bugs him to this day. There was an article about that just recently. Actually, I think in 2013, they pissed each other off, and Pat Riley said <laughs> something, or I'm sorry, Danny Ainge said something, and then Pat Riley like held a press conference to just tell him to go fuck off, pretty much. <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> yes. And, and it was so because great. of the bad blood that they had from the 80s. And so Gordon Hayward, this is the reason why it was it was big news uh, recently, was that Gordon Hayward from the jazz was looking at either signing with the Miami Heat or with the Boston Celtics and so it was almost like this Lakers Celtics rivalry that I mean I mean you're 30 years 30 removed 30 years later yeah, yeah. yet the
3: yeah. the bad blood
1: between those two teams and those two guys is, is is as fresh as it was in 1984 and and that ladies and gentlemen is sports <laughs> <laughs> Ben
0: was loving it loving it and and what was your comment <sighs> that uh these days, one of those, you know, Celtics would then go join the Lakers the next season, right? If they, if to they, make a super team. Well, or in something. this
1: situation, Magic would have gone to the Celtics because you know it was just hard to win. Kevin Garnett, <laughs> it was
4: hard Kevin to win. Durant, <laughs> Kevin
2: Durant. Yeah. So, is this what the NBA does? The NBA want
1: this? Do they want a Lakers-Celtics to head back to uh, the finals? Oh, of and course, unfortunately, they do. Oh, there's so always. much money. There's so much money in the sport now that it yeah. will never go back to the way that it used to. Not be. Not necessarily, the but way, I wish but, that it did. Yeah. And that's Rampa that, Garcia. That last time,
0: th- there's something about that history. The last time that the Lakers and Celtics yeah. went to the finals and mm-hmm. it went to Game 7, Yeah, yeah. They, they have a way of bringing that history back and you feel it oh, yeah. as yeah. a fan. Absolutely. And then, like, even those guys were saying, you know, they, they weren't on the teams back in the 60s when the Celtics were
3: beating up on the Lakers. But, right. but they said, you feel it.
0: Yeah. Like, there's something about those two
3: teams. Yeah, and, you know, Kobe Bryant, when, when Kobe Bryant's asked what his favorite championship was, it's when they beat the Celtics. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was it 2011? Yeah, that's, that's
1: his favorite one. Yeah, absolutely.
3: Ugh, their faces are just stupid.
1: Well, I mean, I to, this, to this day, because Kevin Garnett, I think he's on Fox Sports 1 on a TV show, like one of those you know, sports, they, they talk about what happened during the week or during the game or whatever. And occasionally, I'll, I'll flip to Fox Sports just to see what's on. Yeah. If that show is on, I turn it off.
4: Really? Wow. <laughs> I can't even look at I, I can't.
1: Yeah. I, I, to this day, I still hate Kevin Garnett. I didn't hate him when he was a Minnesota Timberwolf, but when he won a championship in Boston, yeah. Yeah. Never again. Well, uh, your blood is boiling. Never it is. <laughs> again.
3: <laughs> and let me correct you guys. It was not Kevin Durant that started the super team thing. It was LeBron James when he went down to the Miami Heat. Yeah, but Durant was the most recent to do it. Right. I, I agree with both of uh, you. I don't know. It seems like everybody's doing it. Chris Paul's trying to do it. Well, Chris
1: Paul's more like the—I I believe he's more like the Carl Malone. Oh, here we go. No, I'm saying— <laughs>
0: He's in he's his past, twilight
3: years. He's past no, his useful it's, prime it's, and
1: he's just trying to to get on a contending team. And he, knows he has that he not passed do his, his prime, yes, no.
3: He's he not passed his prime. His he's way are. better than he Carl than Malone <laughs> was when Carl Malone came to the... I'll buy that with Carl Malone, but not with Chris Paul. Chris Paul's way better than... he than Carl uh, uh, Malone was way on the decline when he came to the Lakers. Chris Paul's not near that.
1: But could you factor in Chris Paul's injuries? Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. His knees are well past their prime. And I think that you're right. At what He's like uh, 33 or 34 years old. He's probably got another... Two two good years in him, but because of his injuries, his injury history, uh, he's just not somebody that you could rely on as a number one. And so he had to go somewhere that had a, a good player that he could lean on. And 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 the Houston Rockets was the team that he decided to do that with. Okay, but don't coddle him.
3: The same, it's the same result. It's it's an arms race in the West where Oklahoma is getting you know uh, uh, picking up uh, PG. You have Houston picking up C. CP. Hey, use real names because I don't nickname? know who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to. I was trying to be cute there. I know uh, you Paul George. Yeah, Indiana Pacers went ahead and picked up Paul George uh, or uh, Oklahoma's you know Thunder, trying to keep uh, what's his name happy. Even though I don't know if that's going to work. You have the Houston Rockets trying to get everybody besides Chris Paul to come join them in Houston. It's literally an arms race on the West. Everybody's leaving the East, which kind of dumb if you think about it because it's literally LeBron and Gordon Hayward now in the East. That's about it. And uh, all it, it's just it's crazy the amount of talent that is get, people are trying to make on one team. It's it's absolutely nuts now. Melo might be coming to the Houston Rockets. I mean, it's just, there's it's, no it's just way out of control. Happening.
1: There's no way that that's happening. Only, and not that Melo doesn't want it to happen, and the Rockets don't want it to happen. But th- the Rockets don't have the assets that could actually trade for him to get Carmelo to come this season. Well, Melo wants to be bought out by the Knicks. Well, I mean, if that happens, then then there's a possibility. But if there has to be a trade, yeah. there's no way that that's going to happen.
3: Yeah, there's. Yeah, you're right. There's no way that that happens. No.
0: All right, so Vic said it. The Clippers traded Chris Paul to Houston uh, and then signed Blake Griffin. What do we think about this, Vic, since you're the only one that pretends to care
3: about the Clippers? <laughs> well,
1: I, <laughs> I... I pretend I don't, to care I, about
3: him. Yeah, Ben does. I agree. But I, I don't I don't understand the philosophy behind this because, the, once again, they're going to be just above the middle of the pack with the team that they're putting together. Like, I, I don't understand the, the signing of a person. You'd think Chris Paul has bad injuries. Blake Griffin has... His injury—he's just injury prone. Like this guy cannot stay on the court. So you're signing a guy who is going to be not on the court at all. Who needs a player like Chris Paul to really make him, you know, really really good. Uh, they ended up bringing in a defensive point guard in Patrick Beverly, who's not Chris Paul. He's not going to be able to get these guys shots, but he is going to be able to shut down, uh, uh, you know, opposing uh, guards. And uh, I don't—I don't understand. I just—I—I I don't know why you just let Blake Griffin go. Or do a sign and trade or something for some picks? Like they're they're just going to be good enough to not be in the uh, in the draft anymore. And I don't don't know. I just it doesn't make any sense. (laughs) They're still going to be the Clippers. Yeah, they're going to be good, just good enough where they're going to make the playoffs and not get any draft picks. Like why would you want to continue to do that, Vic? uh, How can you turn this into a Lakers update? Well, the, there's always a way to bring it back to the Lakers, and what happens is that uh, in that player trade, uh, Jamal Crawford ended up going to the Atlanta Hawks, and immediately after it was announced that he was going to the Hawks, he, he was asking for the Hawks to buy him out so he can sign with the Lakers. He there wants to come go. and play with the Lakers. We're there I'm it played. is.
1: But to <laughs> me, and It's it's nice to hear that, that players want to play for the Lakers, but, yeah. but in this situation, I think it's because he's already an older player. He's probably been established here because he, he was the type of player that bounced around every year for like the first 15 years of his career and I think he's been now at the Clippers for 3 or 4 seasons so this is the first time I think he's actually planted roots in a city so I don't think it's that he wants to play for the Lakers I think he just wants to stay in Los Angeles and that's the other team that plays here but it's still nice to hear that there are players out there that want to sign with Los Angeles for whatever reason yeah <laughs>
2: Ben. Welcome to you're Mr. So, reality, man. So I'm just down. saying <laughs> you're so down on the Lakers. Jeez, they still yeah. Suck. He
3: does want to live here, but he also mentioned that he wants to mentor uh, Lonzo. So okay, uh, you know he's a he's a veteran and he knows what he's doing. So I'll, I'll take the mentorship. As I think well. at this point it's
0: safe to say that the tides are turning and players are seeing something that the Lakers are on the upswing. Well, they and, are, and that players are going to want to start coming back to the Lakers. We've already
1: seen it. The part that I think that has made me believe in the management team that they have over there with Magic and Palenka is the fact that they didn't make a bad trade for Paul George. I think that with the recent Lakers history and the fact that we've, like, these last four or five years, it seems like every year is the new worst season that we've had, that, that there's this time frame that everyone's sort of looking at, like, we need to get back competitive. We need to get competitive. And I think that that with Magic and Palinka coming in, that the biggest mistake that they could have made is to make a bad trade to bring in a Paul George and to make the mistake Agreed. that the Knicks made with, with Carmelo Anthony. So the fact that they showed restraint and that they got rid of the one player that I really truly believed was not and should not be part of our organization. I think that they made the absolute right moves this year and I am looking forward to this upcoming season. Ooh, regardless nice. of the fact that I still think they're going to go 30 and 50.
0: We're still rebuilding. Yeah. Oh, no, totally. <laughs> it's an improvement. Totally, totally, that, totally. That's right. Okay, so you you mentioned it Paul George went to Oklahoma City. Right. Which is I the think best we're case scenario that this is great for the Lakers and now why is that been?
1: Because Russell Westbrook is not the guy. He, he's, he really is who D'Angelo Russell's going to be in a couple years, and that is a shoot-first point guard who scores 35 a game, and he pisses everybody else off around him because people are working to put themselves in a position to score, and he's going to take the opportunity himself, and he's not going to reward you for running down the court or for grabbing that rebound the way Magic used to and the way Lonzo is hopefully going to for the Los Angeles Lakers. So I think that with Paul George going there, that he's going to see right away that that's not the type of point, uh, point guard that he wants to play with. And, and truthfully, I don't think that he's ever—Russell Westbrook is ever going to get a player of the caliber of, of, of Kevin Durant to ever play with him again because of who he has been and who he's going to be for the rest of his career. So to be quite honest with you, I think this is the best thing that could have happened for the Lakers— that he goes to a team that A, isn't going to win a championship, and B, he's not going to get along with the other player, and he's going to be looking to get out of Los Angeles at the end of the season. Or, I'm sorry, out of Oklahoma City.
0: I'm going to argue real quick. I think the best thing would have been if Boston would have given up a bunch to get him, and then he would have come to the Lakers oh, yeah. next okay, year. Okay,
1: sorry. <laughs> after watching this is yeah, second that, best,
3: totally. after watching second that, Second yeah.
2: best. <laughs> True.
3: Vic, your thoughts? One of the great things about, I think, what's going on with the Lakers front office is that they're, they're doing things that the other front office wouldn't do. You know, there was the reports coming yep. out that said Said Mitch Cupjack didn't do things behind, you know, channels in different ways. I think the Lakers. Already have a commitment. No matter where Paul George was going through back channels, that he's coming to the Lakers, and you you kind of yeah. feel that they know that, and that's one of the reasons why they didn't have to trade for him, yeah, because they know that he's coming. Yep. And uh, let, let's just be completely honest: who wants to live in Oklahoma City? He's coming to L.A.
1: Oh, amen, brother. I agree with everything Vic just said. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love you, Vic. You guys, just hold hands. <laughs> I love you too, man. It doesn't. Honestly, it doesn't happen <laughs> often where he actually thinks and 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 he's right. You know, like <laughs> it, does, it doesn't happen <laughs> wow. often. Congratulations, Vic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Ben is
0: trying to get us to have a pod back down to like 35 minutes this week since we yes. don't have Hammer, and that means no Galaxy update.
1: Yeah, well, that already so, automatically yeah, takes out 15 minutes. <laughs> that
0: means we need to take a commercial. But when we come back, we're talking about the Dodgers-Angels, I suppose teams that are actually in season right now. That's right. And the All-Star game is coming up next right. week. The teams were announced, and your Dodgers inexplicably Don't have any starters on the roster. (laughs) We're gonna figure out what the to be honest with you. No, that's
1: that's great.
0: All right. Whoa, whoa, (laughs) (laughs) whoa. Good tease, (laughs) man. Yeah, there you go. I knew that was gonna be there. I was not expecting that. We'll be right back.
1: To build a championship team, today's
0: general managers analyze their players using data and metrics. What if that same information were available to help you maximize the success of your business? Enter Snowfly. Snowfly works with both large and small businesses to identify and collect data relevant to their specific goals. Snowfly's innovative analysis and reporting tools define critical behavior metrics in employees and can drastically improve your hiring and overall productivity. Go to snowfly.com or call 877-SNOWFLY. That's 877-SNOWFLY. Call today we are back uh real quick before we get into the all-star game uh this weekend i'm knocking a, a bucket list item off my list oh what's that wrigley field nice. going to watch oh, going to chicago you lucky going dog. to wrigley
3: oh. yeah oh. Uh, it's cubs uh pittsburgh other than uh dodger stadium that's my favorite stadium so far that i've been to really <laughs> I, I mean you, it's, it's gotta be
1: you better lose some I'm, weight in that seat is it tight, dude? I'm telling you, when when I went, my my fat ass barely fit in that seat. <laughs> Don't compare well, me to you. I mean, it's well, you have a larger ass than I do. That's why I'm I telling you. You need you. to work out. I do not.
2: <laughs> <laughs> my ass is phenomenal. Well, just prepare yourself. It doesn't it's very have a water. Spelt. It doesn't have a waterfall there, so <laughs> you're kidding. Oh, yeah, so yeah. that's so it's why, not why a real stadium. stadium. It's Not a real stadium. I wonder if
0: I can film. Oh, it really is.
3: <laughs> oh, it blows. I'm it out. blows Angel <laughs> Stadium away. Um, it's it's. It's such an old stadium that there's still some seats that have like blocked views. I mean, it's it's pretty it's I heard pretty about amazing that, yeah. like. Yeah. You feel like you're going back in time. Like it's crazy. It's so cool. We're in the second level
0: on the 400 like on the third base side, which I hear you have like a amazing view of, like the skyline and the lake in the background. That's awesome. Yeah, so should be fun.
1: I'm excited. Lucky dog. Oh, I'm jealous. And the ivy's <laughs> out now, I think. Right? cuz i know I in the beginning guess. part of the season usually it's like real brown Ooh, okay but i think by this time panel. of year it's already it's lush and it should yeah. be nice and green when i went it was it was brown yeah and so it, it, i would love to go back just to see it in its full glory
0: yeah. well i will be there representing guys in shorts there you go for sure i'm not going to wear any gangel gear because i don't want to be that guy did you say gangel <laughs> i said angel oh Okay. <laughs> Angel Angel. Selective hearing. <laughs> I don't know. I might have. I won a couple beers. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's talk about the All Star game. That's coming up. Mike Trout, of course, no brainer, was selected, although he won't be playing because of the ligament in his thumb still healing. He's been hitting,
2: right? Yes. Faso? What's he- the latest? So, a uh, quick trout uh, update. He has been hitting, and as of uh, today, he did play in the Inland Empire 66ers. So, uh, he's doing, I believe, five or so rehab games, and according to Sosha, he should be back on July 14th. Okay. At the Big A, when we take on the uh, Tampa Bay. So, uh, that'll be right after the All-Star break, and it couldn't be good enough timing to kind of see him back, so... We're looking for that. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, sixth time overall that he's been selected to the All-Star Game. That's impressive. Yep.
0: In what, seven years? Yeah. That's really impressive. Now, Vic's going to point out useless that of the week that Cody Bellinger yeah. got voted blah, blah, on in his rookie year. Oh, yeah. But Trout's been a starter, I believe, all five of those years. So, is that right? That, yeah. I may have yeah. just pulled that out of my butt. But.
2: And... <laughs> And which I can't
0: back that up. Well, like Ch- Jeff's that. been drinking, dude. Like I use the word, butt. Sure.
2: And which Dodger he <laughs> He's been writing intros.
0: He's Seventy episodes, and he's just giving up on the pod. And which Dodger starter do we
2: have going on this year? Uh, um, oh, hmm. that's a good question.
0: Good question, How Dodger did, fans. What is going on? How does your team, one of the most popular in baseball, and uh, you're doing well? Yeah. How do none of your players end up on the starting rotation for the All-Star game? I want to hear conspiracy
3: theories. Let's go. (laughs) Well, the biggest one uh, that you'll find online is the whole blackout of the TV uh, in Los Angeles um, and how that's affecting um, people, you know, knowing the team, the players, stuff like that. That's the biggest one that you'll find.
0: Now, do you buy into that? Because my thinking is if, if in fact that's what it is, that's that's a big deal because who is it that votes on the All-Star game? 13-year-old boys. Kids do. Right. And if and if the kids aren't voting for the Dodgers,
3: How that's dare the you? next
0: generation.
3: Right. And I told you that that's uh, the fact that they are voted a bunch the... of times.
0: <laughs> All right. It's uh it's kids and guys who look up useless stats of the week. <laughs> is this the first sign that we're seeing of of the fallout from the uh
1: TV deal? I think it has to be. I mean, the Dodgers have, if not the best record in the major league or in in the major leagues, you know, they're they're one of the top two, and they are a flagship organization. They've got probably the best team in the National League as it stands today. So there's no reason why you shouldn't have at least one starter on 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 the team. And so the fact that they don't, you have to start pointing fingers at something. And to me, I think that's the easiest thing to point it at is the fact that the people that vote at American Idol, the people that vote for for all star teams, it's 13 year old boys. You know, uh, I'm not going to get on my phone and text 25 times to some <laughs> random frickin' number. <laughs> Why not? So that the IRS can be like, "Hey, who's this guy?" And whatever. Listen, I, I don't like what getting the? my shit out there, dude. I'm just saying. I don't like. I don't like doing it. You so, can
3: you can go online and and vote. Whatever. Send me the link. <laughs> I did. It's in
2: our group. I tried.
3: <laughs> wait, by the way, we have a face. We have a Facebook group.
2: I, try, I tried voting for my
3: Tebow, but it yet. didn't
1: work. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'll say this about Dodger Ben fans. also
0: has a safe room, by the way, people, just so you know where Ben's coming from.
1: Okay. That's right. And four years worth of food.
2: <laughs> I'll say this about Dodger fans. I don't quite get the whole 13, 14-year-old because when we had that whole freeway like, series. like,
1: I voted 25 times. No, I did not vote one time for any Dodger player.
2: No, I'm saying for the Angels, man. Oh, well, yeah, I did. But you can organize 20,000 Dodger fans to get their asses over to Anaheim. To spread, with a big old flag. With the big old flag that yeah. you're not going to take, what, the three, Pantone four seconds? Pantone 294. The three or four seconds to vote for Justin Turner, who holds the highest batting it, average? It does in all seem of NL? like if you're or one MLB? of the Dodger fan
0: groups, that's a huge priority to get your players on a main stage since they're never on TV, to get them yeah. on the All Star game so that they're more visible and, and
3: whatnot. Vic. You guys are all wrong. Oh uh, <laughs> um, there we go. Uh, here we go. <laughs> all right. Let's conspiracy all pr- theory uh, number two. Let's all prepare <laughs> to I, be enlightened. I, well no, it's it's not even a conspiracy theory because I was reading an article online and they were talking about how the Dodgers in the past, I don't know if it was 10 or 15 years, have had hardly any starters in the All-Star games. Apparently it's something that Dodger fans just don't vote for, and that this year is nothing special or nothing different than what's happened in the past.
1: Well, I think it's an advantage to not have your players in the All-Star game, and to not have to play extended innings. And the fact that the Dodgers have, I think right now it's four guys, potentially five with Justin Turner if he gets yeah. voted in. Yeah, a handful. Is that the, usually your starters will play the first two, three innings and then your backups will come in and play one inning, or they'll pinch hit or something like that. And, you know, it's just less exposure. So as far as I'm yeah. concerned, I'm totally happy with the fact that we had four Dodgers make it and none of them are starters. Screw it. That's fine with me. Vic, you do actually you bring up a good point, and I suppose the argument to it not
0: being the TV deal is that the Cubs, which won last year, only have one starter on the All-Star <laughs> team, and he wasn't even on the team last year.
1: Well, the Cubs haven't been playing the greatest of <laughs> yeah, baseball really either, relevant. so,
0: <laughs> you know, maybe that has But still, to do I with mean, it. the All-Star, it, it's not who's the best. As long it's as the Bryce, popularity As long
1: contest. as Bryce Harper got, you know, on there and he's a starter I'm happy.
2: <laughs> Oh, Lord, here we go. <laughs> oh, 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 the best player damn. in baseball. So you going to come
1: out to Angel Stadium <laughs> oh, when uh, wow. the Nationals come to town? Yes, I will. Ooh. You guys heard Let that me right? know
2: Well, as long as as long
3: as uh, my wife lets me, but yes. Oh Justin Turner right now is leading the votes for the final vote. So uh, Dodger fans have actually woken up and have started to vote for this guy. This guy is batting three eighty-five right now. Three eighty-five. And the day that the day that he did not make the All-Star team, he was batting three eighty-two. And he wasn't he wasn't considered uh, you know. He wasn't considered able to be the leader in in batting average in baseball because he he had ten less at bats than what he needed to qualify for it. But even if he had gone, even if he had gone zero and ten in those ten. at bats, he still would have been batting 365, which is way higher than Buster Posey is, who's currently leading. And so, I mean, this guy is just, he's incredible. He's an amazing third baseman. He's like a human highlight reel. He's such a stud at third. Nothing's getting by him. And then you have Alex Wood, who at the time when he was not voted on the team, was 9-0 and with a 1.69 ERA. And get this, he was the first Dodger in 41 years to start a season 9-0. and That means Clayton Kershaw never started... Nine and zero. Useless stat of the week by Victor <laughs> Costello. <laughs> that's crazy. He's doing one thing, and now he's ten and zero because he just beat the Arizona Diamondbacks tonight. He pitched seven,
1: six or seven innings of shutout ball. But I, I think this that, guy, the Alex Wood thing, I think absolutely is a result of the blackout. You know, I think that the Kershaws, the Justin Turners, the Seegers, you, you, you hear about them and you see them in the newspaper. You, well, again, I'm aging myself. You see them online. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <read> the newspaper. <laughs> he still gets it. Dude, I, couldn't, I couldn't keep myself from <laughs> saying it. But,
0: but I think that a guy like— Does your wife bring you your slippers, too? And you uh, <laughs> sit in your chair and smoke a pipe? <laughs> by the old tube. Yeah, I drink a glass of whiskey every night and I smoke
3: tube. a stogie.
1: That's how I roll. Oh,
3: good lord. Oh
1: my gosh. <laughs> I hate this new generation, man. I really do. <laughs>
2: With that being said, I know every single 13, 14-year-old, they have Twitter, they have Facebook, they have what? Snapchat nowadays and uh <laughs> and, and Instagram. So, shout they, out to the Drunk Rams fan from okay, the Rams show. There you go. And fidget they, spinners. They can get fidget spinners. They can absolutely vote. So yeah. they they have that opportunity. Yeah.
1: I blame the fans. Yeah. <laughs> there
2: you have it.
0: <laughs> done done. Wait,
1: so so I guess the Angels are better than the Dodgers in that respect. That You guys at least had one person voted on as a starter.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You heard it here first. Unfortunately. The Angels no. are better than the Dodgers.
1: Fortunately. <laughs> <Poor Trump laughs> He's not playing, you but at least he got trout, selected. Trout Jersey? <laughs> Hell I'll no. buy it for you Hell no Not oh. enough personality for me <laughs> So dumb The guy's like the color All gray right. <laughs> <laughs> There's no pizzazz Last we
0: spoke The Dodgers and Angels Were heading into their Big freeway series And the Angels took the first game And the Dodgers took the second game Out at uh, Chavez Ravine Or Chavez Ravine Chavez Yeah, thank you Say it the right way Yes uh, Then they came to Angel Stadium And Darren and I were at the game Yeah when they won, that was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah! That, it was that, not fun seeing the that big bullshit Dodger plague. flag. Oh, <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, that oh, was the worst walk off awesome. ever.
1: That is that no, that literally was the worst walk off in the history of Major League Baseball. <laughs> yeah. But I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how Grandall comes and he hits the home run to like extend the game. Yeah, and guys- then and then. Blows it in the bottom half of the inning. I'll tell you what, the, you guys had a few errors
0: in clutch situations. You got, you are going to have to clean that up if you want to win this thing. Oh, look at the Angels fans
3: telling us we need to clean. That's how the up. big boys yeah. play. The, what? The, why don't you the shut the up, Dodgers. I am just, just saying, yeah. the Dodgers actually are one of the have one of the least amount of errors of any team in Major League Baseball. Well, you right wouldn't now, know it so if it you watched an... the Freeway Series. I am
1: telling you, there is something. I, listen, I, I don't care what records are. For whatever reason, the yeah. Angels. I mean, the Dodgers can be, you know, the, the best team in baseball. The Angels could be cellar dwellers. And they're going to come in and they're going to either take the series or they're going to push us to a 500 record in, 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 a, in a four-game series. I, yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, and in, yeah. that's one of those things
2: where I kind of wish we would play the Dodgers more often. Yeah. I mean, going into the series where the Dodgers are, what, 15, something ridiculous, like 15 to 16 wins and they've won 10 straight. I was thinking, you know what? This is not going to be good. You guys are going to take four games, three games, yeah. and
1: luckily you guys only took two. I sort of feel the same way about the Giants, that it doesn't matter that right now the Giants are 23 games back. If we were to go in <laughs> right now and we were to play—exactly, thank you, ha-ha—if <laughs> 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 we were to go up right now to San Francisco and play in a four-game series, if I was to predict it, I'd say we're going to go two and two, just because I think they will bring it. Against the Los Angeles Dodgers. So yeah. we're like the kryptonite to you guys. Both of you guys are. Yeah, and I, I hate it. Yeah. Those are the two yeah. teams and that the... I want to beat every year, and every year we either go There's 500 nothing. or we lose the series.
3: And Jeff and Darren, you're welcome for the sellouts.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You know what? I, I love it. It's a fun rivalry. I, I enjoy it. All right. Well, actually, one more thing before we uh, jump off of that. Jern and I had the chance to meet up with our good friend Michael Araujo, oh, stadium yes. announcer for the Angels before the game, and did a quick little interview with him, talked about his uh, kind of pregame and what whatnot. It was really cool of him to to come out and, and tailgate with, a, with us for a, a few minutes. Um, so anyway, we'll play that interview for you. Uh, Right here. And we are here with the one and only Michael Araujo, voice of the Angel Stadium. How are you, sir? I'm doing all right. How are you? I am great. I am great. It's great. Uh, Thanks for stopping by.
4: We're tailgating. Michael was kind enough to stop by. What's your, like, pregame routine usually? I get here about two hours before first pitch, and then I run through the script with my boss and make sure that, you know, I understand any nuances of ceremonies, etc., I write out my lineup card, check in with the away broadcasters uh, to to see about any pronunciations. And then I have a little bit of window. Hence, I'm here right now in the parking lot, not inside the stadium. Nice. But uh, You're missing out on that uh, nice buffet in there, right? That's actually why i got to leave right now, because that's where I'm headed next. Go grab me some food. <laughs> oh, I'm disappointed we didn't have our grill going yeah, for you. I'm sorry. You guys are important to me, but not that important. <laughs> food I wins. don't blame you. Yeah. Food first, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh,
0: Dodgers... Uh, our Angels took the first game yep. uh, Dodgers unfortunately took the second game Both games were 4-0 yeah, that was, uh, So we're all evened up
4: Straight up, so who knows We'll see tonight, we got Mabin back in the lineup tonight uh, Pujols is in the lineup And we got Marte back from the minors So I don't know, we'll see what he can do uh, So yeah, who knows yeah. When the freeway series happens, all bets are off, right? Well, I mean, sure, all bets are off. But the bottom line is, who, who was it? Uh, ben talking about, oh, when the Giants play the Dodgers, it doesn't matter if the Giants are horrible. <laughs> uh, they're still going to give them a good game. We give everyone a good game. We might not have a great season at some point, but bottom line is the Angels, especially this team this year, yep. they are always giving it 100%, 110, and they're never out of it, even if they're down you know, by two, three, four runs. Going into the eighth or ninth, they still got a shot, they're gonna hustle, and so whatever. Stick it, Ben.
0: actually useless half stat of the week because i don't know the exact number but last i checked angels had more come from behind wins than anyone in major league baseball
4: yeah i haven't checked it recently but they've been up there tied with uh houston early on and and I, so i think that's still if not they're uh have the most second most so yeah, yeah good good useless stat and yeah. accurate
0: thank you very much not a useless stat that's coming from Michael Araujo. Anything you'd like to say before we let you get in there to your uh, your buffet?
4: Uh no, other than keep listening to the show. These guys are fun. They're good good peeps and uh go Angels.
0: Go Angels. Yeah, right. thank you, sir. Sure. Appreciate it. All right, man. Take <laughs> it easy. So there he is, Michael Araujo. Ben. <laughs> he's a, you a blow you
2: He's out. a blowhard. <laughs> <laughs> he he shoots from the hips. Fair. They're lots of my <laughs>
0: ass. Safety's off. He's good yeah, to go. Yeah. That Everything he said was sound and awesome. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it was a fun series. Good stuff.
1: Michael got one thing right, and that is that we are fun to listen to.
0: Yes, we are. Woo! Thank you, there Michael. You Appreciate you stopping by and and for, yeah, for listening. Yeah, thank you. It's a good dude right there.
3: All right, uh, you want to give us a little update on the Dodgers as we go into the All Star break, Vic? We're four and a half games in first. Our record is fifty seven and twenty nine. Uh, one of the crazy things is we just came off uh, playing twenty games in in twenty days, and in that time we went sixteen and four. Two of those losses were to the Angels. Um, and Clayton Kershaw has continued to uh, be, you know, Clayton Kershaw. He's thirteen and two now, and he leads the majors uh, with an ERA of two point one. Nine. So uh, he's still, you know, being Kershaw-esque. And interestingly enough, he just pitched this Sunday. So it looks like he's not going to be pitching uh, in the All-Star game. And word on the street is that Alex Wood might actually be taking his spot. Hopefully he does. Um, and that's one of the reasons why Alex Wood was not voted on, because they knew, uh, you know, Clayton Kershaw's schedule um, and so, yeah, man, that'd be awesome. And another thing that uh, Ben had brought up earlier was uh, before we started recording was maybe um, this was done in purpose, you know, by our skipper to make sure that uh, Clayton gets some days off, and you know, the veteran pitcher, you know, doesn't have to pitch during the All Star Game. And uh, kudos to him. I'm on board with that. I hope that's what
0: it was. Vic, you also you had a you had a guys in shorts useless stat of the week. Didn't Ben crap on Kershaw, and then oh. since that time he's. Uh, I didn't crap. Yeah, on
1: all I did was send an email or not email, uh, a text <laughs> of, of a link from ESPN. I think you sent it through mail though. You put a stamp. You sent <laughs> you sent stamp mail to right. each
0: of our houses. I hand wrote it and then and then right. snail mailed it in, to you in calligraphy. Right.
1: Which yes. was really nice, wow. by the way. You
0: have lovely penmanship. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, so I, I was impressed. Art.
1: I've been working on it for a while, since about 1985. <laughs> oh, you fancy. I'm
0: thinking 1885, <laughs> but continue.
1: <laughs> Whatever, man. I'm over it. I'm so insulted over
3: here, <laughs> <laughs> Vic. What was that? Start? No, yeah, it was. It was. It was pretty much. Well, the the article was saying that you know pretty much that uh, Scherzer is taken over as best pitcher in the in, in Major League Baseball, and uh, I, I'm glad that Ben brought it up because as we all know, professional athletes listen to our podcast, and I'm pretty yeah. sure Clayton is uh, they involved in our too. thread. Yeah. Yeah, he was involved in our thread somehow because, you know, he's a big fan of ours. And uh, he saw ever since Ben sent out that text, Clayton Kershaw has thrown 14 shutout innings. So Jeez. Ben continued to send those those stats over it's to, the to guys us. guys in what,
1: shorts wake up call. Well, what the article basically said, and I, <laughs> and I sent all these guys the article, and and yep. what it said was that over the last three or four games that, you know, Kershaw had given up four home runs and that he had given up more runs than he had, you know, over the past 10 or whatever it was. And that this specific statistic looks at, you know, it looks at average, it looks at home runs a hit against a pitcher. And, you know, when you tracked Clayton Kershaw back even a couple of seasons, over the last, let's say, 100 games, and I'm just making up numbers here, but over like the last 100 games, maybe two or three, there were other pitchers that were better than him. But for like 97 of the 100 games, he was yeah. the best pitcher in baseball. And at these last three or four games that he has pitched, that there's been two or three pitchers that have been significantly better than he was, and that's all I sent. Somebody was that was was you know channeling their inner Ben and said, you know maybe maybe Clayton Kershaw isn't the best pitcher in baseball. Of course, I sent it to these guys, and then I get ridiculed for it. But all I'm doing is I'm just trying to report and be fair and balanced, like Fox News. Vic is pretty sensitive when it comes to talking about
0: Kershaw. I feel like there is some sort of special love.
1: Yeah. Well, Fox News. I'm fair
3: and well, balanced. Yeah. It's, it's the same love that Ben has for uh, Harper. Yes, yes. Right. yes. There you go. Oh, but if dang. he ever
1: bitches out in a fight, I'm going to throw I'm going to burn my jersey. And in fact, you know, speaking of fights, maybe I should buy a Dave Roberts jersey and burn it, because like oh, I wanted go. him to throw some punches. He
3: can't throw punches. And again,
1: the old guy. It's the old guy on the team that's, that's pissed off that wants to fight. Yeah. You know, yeah. not these damn, damn millennials going, <laughs> It's the old guy that's like, I'm ready to throw down.
2: I love your facial expression. Yeah,
1: thank you very much. I'm gonna go buy a Dave Roberts jersey just burn it. I'm telling you, watching this Lakers 34-30 back to the Lakers. Ben's coming in hot. I'm telling you, man. It and I know and I know sports are never. There's too much money, and sports will never get back to the way it was in the golden age of the mm-hmm. 80s. But man, does that just remind me of why I enjoyed watching that type of of of, of sport? Yeah. And we just don't have it today, man.
0: It's a good thing you have all those games on TiVo. Uh, (laughs) Let's talk about
1: the VHS. Oh, here we
0: go. uh, Ben, if we want to make it under 35 minutes, I think we've already passed that. All but right. hey, uh, Vic,
1: be quiet. Don't say anything. This Angel <laughs> update will last three minutes. They ain't got nothing to okay. say.
0: I was, uh, I was busy watching the 30 for 30, so I didn't do any research. <laughs> uh,
2: what do you got? Right now, the Angels are sitting one game back of uh, 500. We're at 43, actually 44 wins, 45 losses. We need to step up our offense. Yes, we took two games from the Dodgers. Seattle comes into play. We only took one of those games. However, Looking back at uh, game one, props up to Ricky Nolasco shutting out the yeah, went Dodgers. Yeah, win the full game. Yes. And then I going- call-
1: I mean, hold on. I used to call him gasoline when he was a Dodger. Because when he'd get in the game, it was like throwing gasoline on a fire.
2: Yeah. So the fact that he pitched well for <laughs> you guys just pissed the shit out of me. Well, he I'm pitched, sorry. Yeah, he pitched well during game one during the freeway series. And then uh, he did get the lights out game for uh, game two during uh, the Seattle game. So uh, he's been uh, working up pretty strong. it it's nice just, to see him coming up. It, it has been nice. And our pitching staff really needs that. It's just unfortunate right now that our offense is just not doing what they need to be doing overall. Within the last week, they've only been batting about 205 overall as a team. So that is where it's going to hurt. And it's unfortunate just because, you know what, we only take one game from Seattle. We only took one game from uh, Minnesota. And now we're off. And that would hurt uh,
0: because they pulled ahead of us in the wild card. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're we're in a competition. We're two games
2: back in a wild card race. So uh, you know what? We we are looking forward for Mike Trout's return, and hopefully we can do some damage against uh, Texas. Boy, the American League is weak. You guys
1: are under five hundred and in the wild card chase. Yeah, we're only two games back. We're just pacing ourselves. That's what we do. Want to bet?
0: All right, Hammer. (laughs) Hammer, you got a Galaxy update for us? Hammer, you there? Oh! Just like the Galaxy, Hammer did not show up up this week. There it is. That's it? Yeah. Fantastic! Yeah. Apparently, all right. Galaxy.
1: Uh, all right, check us out on Instagram. Got- so that, that's the this is the Galaxy news that you want, Ben. This is we the haven't best. had a great week. This is the best fucking news all day.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, it was what? Vic, you know better than I do. Real
3: Salt Lake. They got. They got. They got. They got murdered. I mean, the yeah. defense was non-existent. They were missing their captain, and uh, they stunk up the field. Pretty much is what happened. And and Salt Lake is one of the worst teams in the league, aren't they? Yeah, that's the uh, text that Ben got. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're out of here. Follow
0: us on Twitter at Guys and Shorts LA and on Instagram at Guys and Shorts Sports. You can also find us on Facebook and on the internet at guysinshorts.com. Our store is there. And can, we, can you still get belly bomb shirts, Vic, or are those gone? They're gone. Oh, no. all right. Then disregard. Nice. If you would like to leave a voicemail for us, you can get us at 562-450-3356. And please spread the word about Guys in Shorts Sports. Tell all your friends about us. I'm going to be spreading the word in Chicago because there's one thing we know about Chicago. They love LA sports news. Love it. Yeah, they so love us. I'll tell them all at Wrigley. <laughs> Some stickers. Review us on Apple Podcasts. Only if you're going to give us five stars. If less, then don't worry about reviewing <laughs> We're good. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, please do review the show. That helps us out a ton. And uh, and subscribe and all that good stuff. We're out of here. For Darren Besa, Ben Garcia, and Victor Costello. I am Jeff Wilson. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>